You're listening to a Chirp Radio podcast. For more interviews and stories, visit chirpradio.org slash podcast. You wouldn't know what I think of you often. It's like a line I can't finish. Like I'm wishing for nothing. And it's been a long time. I still can't come up with something. Hi, my name is Mick, and you're listening to the Chirp Podcast. I am here at Riot Fest with Matt Karakis of the band Citizen, but he is here on his own. How are you doing today, Matt? I'm very good. It's beautiful out. So how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Pretty good. It's windy. It's warm. It's a little bit it's a little bit of like everything you get in summer here in Chicago. So you're still on tour for your album Ruby, right? Uh tour has not started yet. It starts next week, so yeah. And uh, I'm excited about it. Hopefully it's cool, right? How many dates are you looking at? Um, so I split it up into two parts. I think uh, the first part, there's eight days. Then I go home for almost a month. Then I do two weeks. So I, I don't like not being home. So since this is like something I do on the side, I kind of just make it a point to make everything as short as possible. You know, so. So how does writing for your solo project differ from writing for your other band, Citizen? Um. I just think the vibe of it, I think Citizen's aggressive and I mean, you know, it could be anything and yeah, that, I mean, that's my answer, I guess, the vibe. I, I just know like when I'm writing a song, I never go down, I never sit down to be like, okay, I'm writing a Citizen song right now. I just kind of, whatever happens, happens. And I'm like, oh, I could use this for Citizen or I could use it for my solo stuff. Like it don't, don't really matter, you know? And there's been times where I was like, oh, I'm gonna use it for my solo stuff. Then I'll show somebody in the band and they'll be like, no, let's do for citizen. I'm like, okay, yeah. So, I just go with the flow. You know, it doesn't really matter. Right. Uh, your solo project is a little bit more casual, despite sounding very produced. These are very elaborate albums in some ways, uh, pulling a lot of uh, orchestral elements and um, a lot of elements of R&B, and I would even say like you know 90s soul revival but it started out as a series of demos right yeah so i mean i released a a record called luna a long time ago and that started out because i just had demos my manager was like uh you should put this on a record and i was like okay so i went and recorded it and then then i had more demos for ruby before it was ruby and um i got hit up by electra and they were like hey like we want to put this out you know and i was like okay, but can I record my own record? And they're like, we don't care. So I um, took the money I got from the record, built my, I converted my garage into a studio. And um, you say it's produced and, and it really is because like, I felt, I felt in a way like, since it was my first time recording myself, you know, for something that was going to be released, I was just like, I really want to make a statement here. I just really want this to be uh, really good. And Um, I just put a lot into it, for sure. Someone told me they found you Sleepwalking through Babylon You told me that you don't have much But you still got more than anyone You love the words that speak to you And every line reminds you of An old friend or a crippled love A time when you so I would say that your other band, Citizen, started out as more of like an emo-sounding band, right? And has since transitioned into more of a grunge or alternative rock 
type sound. What what are sort of some of the overlaps or um, sonic similarities between emo and like maybe post hardcore and some of the stuff that we maybe identify as alternative rock that people might not might not be aware of? The overlaps, like the way it sounds, like I don't know. It's just like I feel like it all just has a certain vibe to it, and it just all fits in a certain pocket. You know, this you know the sound of citizen changes because we just grow up and. You know, we start listening to different things, and not that we don't like the things we used to listen to. It's like, well, you know, I just like want to explore other areas, and you know, I feel like no matter what you write, pending who you are, it's gonna sound like something you do. So, if I try to write a Queen song, you know, in my solo stuff, which is very apparent, I was I listen to Queen, and I'm like, whoa, I really like this. I'm just gonna do my own version of this, and. Uh, it's going to sound like me no matter what, you know? So even with Citizen, like, we'll always fit into that pocket because, you know, we're just who we are, you know? And that's, I think that's a good answer, right? Yeah, I, li- I like that answer. Huh. And actually, speaking of influences, I've heard that you're a big fan of Third Eye Blind. Oh my God, I love Third Eye Blind. And, and it all stems from my dad. We, uh, really? It, I have fond memories of uh, when I was a little kid going to... Um, Cedar Point, it's this amusement park. You know Cedar Point? It's from you're from the Midwest, right? Green yeah. Bay. Uh, Cedar is this big amusement park, and you know we would go uh, all the time. My dad was obsessed with Cedar Point, and uh, he would take me, and we would listen to Thrive Blind the whole way there, and the whole way back, out of the vein that record in particular. So um, it's funny because you know then I, I I grow up, I start listening to other things, and then as I get older, you start. You start falling back into what you listened to when you were a little kid, and I, I think, I think that says a lot because you know, when you're a kid, you don't care about what people think. You're just like, oh, I like this, I like this, I like this, and you know, this is me, this is me. And then you, know, when you're in your teens, you're like, oh, everybody's listening to this. I gotta listen to this. I want to fit in, and I want to like, I want to belong and like be excited with all these other people. This like community feeling, you know, and then. Then you grow up, and then all of a sudden you're listening to, you're listening to when you're nine again, you know, because you just genuinely love it, you know. And I and I like got that way with Third Eye Blinded again over the past couple of years. I was just like, man, I just like randomly like put it on, and I was like, what? Like, I remember this, you know. It's super catchy. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Why do you think so many bands now are going back to the 90s for inspiration? Why do you think that is such a fruitful source of like sounds and inspirations for them? I think it's just the age group because I feel like a, a lot of people in bands are my age and you know I was born in the 90s and I'm sure they were too so like that's what you grew up on and I like things I used to listen to back then because I like to th- I like to reminisce about my childhood I think you know happy times for sure nostalgia is powerful yeah well if I if I no offense but when I looked at when like I was looking up um your pictures and just information about your band and I saw you I was like that looks like a 90s guy that definitely looks like a 90s guy I'll take it whatever whatever the people bow for you the body shattered at your feet and all no you just don't care no you think nothing of it you froze a coward to you you hang the heads along your mighty walls but you just don't get no satisfaction hey there's you can't you give me something new is acoustic punk still punk <laughs> yes punk is punk i guess i don't think i'm very punk i think people i think people put me in the punk category just because 
um, Citizen and me, we have a lot of friends that are punk, but people call Citizen a punk band. Some people say acoustic, my solo stuff is acoustic folk punk, and, you know, I don't really agree with any of that, but I also don't care. Anybody can say whatever they want. So, But, yes, acoustic punk is still punk to me. <laughs> it's still punk. Yeah, I think Jeff Rosenstock would agree with you. <laughs> yeah, so uh, sort of on that note, how do you translate songs that are written acoustically and, you know, maybe are written sort of in a more quiet way to a big festival like Riot Fest? Um, you just don't play those ones. <laughs> we... Uh, you know, I've I've been liberal about what I play at fest before and been like, man, I really want to play this really quiet song because everybody will love it and, you know, it'll be intimate and awesome. And then it n never is. It's just always everybody talking or you can hear whoever screaming, right? And so, you know, whenever I play fest, I'm just like, okay, here's a, here's a upbeat one that's loud. Here it is. Here it is. I'm just going to give that. I'm just going to give that to them and... You know, if you want to hear deep cuts, you just come to a normal show. <laughs> right, right. You get, like what we're experiencing now, there's some bleed over, and it just kind of blows you away. Nothing worse than when you're playing acoustic and singing very song, very soft, and it's just like, ah, in the background. You know, it kills the vibe. <laughs> right, then senses fails come on, and yeah, senses fail and just blows you away. Um, one more question. I heard that you're a fan of baths. Baths. I love baths. I take sea salt or Epsom salt baths, and they make me feel great. I love hot tubs, so my love of baths stemmed from hot tubs. I, um, all my grandma had a hot tub when I was growing up, and I was always in the hot tub. And now she doesn't have a hot tub anymore, and I just take baths now. Yeah, my girlfriend likes baths. We just get in the bath, eat some food in the bath. I don't know, just chill, you know. <laughs> are, do you guys take baths together? Yes. Yeah, it's just like, <laughs> it's like a thing. You know, we're just really romantic, so we do really romantic things. It's insane. It's very <laughs> sensual. Um, well, how do, you, how do you indulge that on tour? Baths, I don't. And that's why they're so glorious when I'm home. I'm like, oh, I don't got anywhere to be. I could just sit in the bathtub. You know, it's amazing. <laughs> so you can really indulge at home. Well, that's... Um, I think that's all the time we have for today. Matt, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me. Uh, again, this is Mick with Matt Caracas at Riot Fest, and he is about to embark on a tour for his new album, Ruby. Do you have any final words for the people of Chicago? Uh, thank you for being awesome. Chicago rocks. Chicago! Thanks, Matt. Standing in the doorway Trying to block the daylight Before it comes And you look so wonderful Sleeping through the afternoon As she can the promise of the future Is all she wants You can find this and other interviews At chirpradio.org slash podcasts Chirp Radio, hear what's next